It is time to get solar powered. We welcome you to the Solar Powered Podcast. My name is Ryan Hall from Royal Hearts Coaching, royalheartscoaching.com, life and relationship coaching for kings. Now, one of the one of my big goals in this program in this podcast is to feature stories of uh, from people from everyday life who have in, who have overcome circumstances, who have overcome circumstances to live a bold, powerful, soul-centered life. And thanks to a previous guest on our program, the lovely Dr. Davia Shepard, um, I was connected with this guest. Now, I want you to imagine something. I want you to imagine something. Over the course of many, many years, you're slowly going blind. You, you know, you have good vision, up until, you know, up until a certain age, but you're starting to go slow, you're going slowly blind. And the condition that our guest has, only 200 worldwide have it. And she's really turned it, she's really taken her circumstances and turned it into a really powerful story her name is Amla Mehta. She's a she's an author. She's a motivational speaker, and she's kind of an energy that just really needs to be shared with this world. And it is my privilege to welcome. If I can just get her off mute. There we go. Amla Mehta, welcome to the Solar Powered Podcast. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, you know, the first question that I always ask first time guests is who is Amla Mehta? <laughs> that's a really, that's a very profound question. Where do I go with this? I know. Look, 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 I start, I start big. I start big. What can I say? <laughs> um, so who am I basically? Um, so my name is Amla Mehta. I was born and raised in Connecticut. Um, I am a motivational speaker, teacher, and author based, as Ryan said, um, I am slowly losing my vision. And um, I was diagnosed back in 1990, 30 years ago, um, when I was a teenager. And so I'm in my 40s now. And um, along the course of losing my vision, I found my gift, basically, by losing sight. I've gained tremendous insight. So there's my message. And as far as helping people who are challenged, and we all are, whether it's a big mountain, small mountain, short, tall, it doesn't matter how big your mountain is to climb. It's each person's mountain, as I like to call it. And um, so I'm there to help people and motivate them that they're not alone. I'm living proof of it because I walk my talk. So there I am. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Very well said. I know it it, 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 it kind of throws some people off when I ask them that one, but you you handle that one beautifully. Now, I know, let's, let's just kind of go back to the early days of AMLA. Um, you know, how was your childhood? You know, was it I know there's no such thing as a normal childhood, but you know, how, you know, how were you as a little girl oh, bef before the diagnosis? Sure. Um, I actually talk about that in the book, the book that I wrote, I'll just touch base on the title. It's called eye on purpose, 
like the body part, E-Y-E with a view. They're 12 stories and it's a hybrid of a memoir slash self-help book. So getting back to your question, um, I do have one childhood story in there and it's called Coloring Outside the Lines. I won't go into it, but it's pretty self-explanatory kind of sort of, but yeah, I was always the odd little girl out. I was diagnosed, like I said, with this gyrate atrophy, which is the name of my eye condition um, when I was 16. So even before that, I was always the weird one. I don't know people out there, you know, it's in my book too, as far as like, I was like the Ali Sheedy of Breakfast Club. I was <laughs> the weird, odd one, you know, the Sally Jesse Raphael glasses, um, the last kid picked in gym class. You know, so it, it's interesting looking back and I always kind of had a challenging childhood, teenage years, college years, so on. Yeah. But I embrace it now. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, now, because you were, you know, I mean, we were speaking before the, uh, before we rolled the, uh, before we rolled the podcast here. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, your, your, your condition called gyrate atrophy, and we'll certainly go into a little bit more detail about just exactly what it is, sure. but it's a genetic condition. You were relatively late in getting diagnosed with something like this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's complicated because when I was diagnosed, think about that. Well, did I say how old I was? I don't think so, but I was 16. That's the driving age. You're all excited to get your license and this thing, this big cloud, ominous cloud, might I add, is over your head and it's hanging over you like, what is going on? And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a true, it, it's, it's a tremendous shock, of course. Um, and being a teenager on top of that, where's my life going to go? Where, you know, what am I going to do without vision? Am I going to go to college even, you know, I, I didn't even know like, okay, is this happening in my twenties? What's going on? Um, even though the doctor said the prognosis is for majority of my vision is between 45 and 60 to lose it. I still was like, even, you know, being 16, 20 was like far away. And I'm like, oh my God, am I going to be able to be admitted to college and go and have a normal college uh experience and and go on to work and and you know in corporate america and so on and so forth so there are a bunch of questions talking about uncertainty um that i had at a very young age so it it was a lot on my plate but as i'm very spiritual i wouldn't call myself religious but one thing has always been with me even at the age of 16 God or whatever you want to call it, spirit universe works with you and, and really gives you things in your life for you to grow and for you to persevere and to be resilient with the, with the things that you've got, not what's not. So. Got it. Got it. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a very beautiful, that's a very beautiful way to state it because 
you know, I'm, 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 I'm kind of in that same boat when it comes to my own spiritual beliefs, not really a, not really a religious guy, but I definitely believe that there's something out there. And I really, you know, I, like, I truly believe that you're not going to give, you know, you're not going to get a circumstance put in your life. Yeah. If God doesn't think you can't handle it. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, and yeah. obviously he thought very highly of you to be able, because this is a pretty, you know, a pretty significant circumstance. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. in just in a nutshell, it's just that like, I really believe go like I have to say this. It's interesting. I really believe that all of us, seven billion people, signed a contract with God. I'm gonna meet Ryan and at this time. I'm going to meet these people. My whole course of life is predestined. We're just living it out. And I know I was meant to do this. And I was meant to do this to be losing my vision to really see, see inside out. And I do, I see souls. I don't see people. And it's, it, and it's interesting because it's gradual. It's just like aging. It's in my, that's what I, one of my lines in my book too, is that you don't all of a sudden become 85. You grow into it, right? I didn't all of a sudden see through fog. I kind of grew into it. I started seeing through fog last year, 2019. So who would have thought that, you know, losing my vision is scary. I would be lying to say, oh yeah, I'm good. No, not really. I don't know the day. How it's going to be not being able to physically read that day is going to be devastating. Going backwards a little bit, the day that I started seeing through fog, that was devastating. I had to mourn the death of my vision. And that's what I teach people it's not about skipping over the fire, going around the fire, going under the fire. You got to be friends with that fear. And my fear is going blind that i mean i'm in the process of losing it and that you know the biggest one so far was me seeing through fog and having to go through the motions of that not only that but one of my lines is you gotta feel it and then you heal it and then you persevere and 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 there's that bouncing back and resilience that comes forth Oh, totally, totally. Because when, when you get, I mean, when you get a, a diagnosis like that in your life, um, it, it really, I would say, uncovers who you really are. Like, you know, one of my, one of my personal heroes, uh, I'm a huge music fan, and one of my personal heroes is Ray Charles. Um. And one of just a, a really beautiful quote that he um, that he th- that he said kind of in relation to his own vision loss was sure. I was born with music inside me. Music was one of my parts, like my ribs, my kidneys, my liver, my heart, like my blood. It was a force already within me when I arrived on the scene. Yeah. It was a necessity for me like food or water. And do you, I mean, did you find that as you kind of went along in your own, kind of in your own journey of kind of understanding what was going on with you, kind of as you, you know, as you said, grieving 
grieving the loss of your vision or the, you know, the gradual loss of your vision, did you find that it was just like uncovering your truth, like who you are and why you're here? Exactly. You got that right on, Ryan. You straight up, you said it wonderfully. You know, it's just amazing how much I've uncovered by seeing I by by knowing now I'm actually actually touching my heart because I always do that when I'm passionate about and I'm talking about something. It, it it really is. I feel like I am a beacon of light, and I'm meant to shine anyway. It's like Mother Teresa said this too. I think I'm not quoting her well, but you'll understand. Um, you know, like people will do whatever with you, shine anyway. People will do this with you. You, you shine anyway. It's, it was one of her, I think she wrote a poem or something like that. And it's true. It's always in my head. It's like with the ignorance that I've faced with all these things of people just, you know, basically treating me like a pebble on the road. I'm not going to, I'm not going to downplay that. I used to, but they have, and they, and I know, you know, people are people, they will. But the point is I have to, my gift, go back to who you are which is who you are is love. Who you are is unconditional love. There's nothing to see. There's nothing to hear. There, you feel love. You don't see it. You don't taste it. You feel it. And that's what we're all here to do is to feel it and embrace it. We know that air exists, right? We can't see it, ironically enough, but we sure feel it and we sure can breathe it in. And it does exist, just like love does. And it's, you know, the air and the love is, is all part of us. That's what we have, you know, in life to, to, to cherish that, you know. And, and losing my vision, it's, it's not been easy. It's still difficult. But that's what keeps me going and shining my light. Say, look at how far you have come, Amla. And you know, Ryan, I say this with humility, is that it's not, it's not about look at how, look at me or anything like that. It's just the fact that it's just like anything else. I, I mentioned the mountain before. When you climb your own mountain or when you've ran a huge marathon, right? Even if you do a half marathon, it doesn't matter how far it is. You did it for you. And there's the light. There is the beauty of it. You do things for you and nobody can take that away from you. Just like earning your degree, right? You earned it. You earned it. And gosh, darn it. Embrace that. Embrace that and, and, and enjoy that, that moment. Because for me, it, life has not been easy for me on many angles. We won't have to go there, but you could only imagine, right? You could only imagine, or you, if you would like, you could definitely read my book. There's, I, I say it all because it's the, the biggest part of me is to open my heart. And that was my way. Nobody was listening to be quite honest to me, except, you know, counseling would help, but no one would get it. And you know what I realized is that no one will get me. No one will get you, Ryan, only you get and understand you and that's the gift is that you do the work 
you prosper by just taking it in moment to moment. Mm, mm, you're preaching today. You are absolutely preaching. Thank you. You know, just, just, you know, what I got from what you just shared is just, it's, it's, um, everybody is on their own journey. Everybody is on their own trip around the world. Um, you know, are you going to, are you going to just, you know, let the, um, you know, it, it's a it's a line from a song, and I'm blanking on the exact line. But are you going to let the darkness of the world empty your soul, or are you going to, you know, are you just going to face it and keep rising up over and over again? And that has been, you know, that that has been just the the most powerful part of just my own experience in this world to say nothing of my own experience over the last six months since you know since our our good friend covid hit these shores yeah absolutely and you know the other thing is and and you um, it's so relevant on all aspects of our life you've heard this too i'm sure of it you show up in life you know whether you're tired or not or whatever you show up that's half of the journey that's half of the battle it's like you know, I yesterday, for example, I wanted to go to yoga class in the morning. I just didn't have it in me. And I didn't. I was so exhausted, emotionally drained. I couldn't go. But I, that doesn't define me. Today's a new day. You show up. You go, you know, and that don't talk yourself out of things. You know, it's just like I'm still losing my vision. And I could, the point is I could still see your blue shirt. You know, I could still see, you know, the and read. What a gift right there. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. well physically I could read, but I could read, you know, and it's just like being five years old all over again. Like, wow, I actually wrote, I actually can read that. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's, there's moments, they're trinkets, as I like to call it. A little aspects. Of, of just light, beaming light. Look, you don't have to look for it. It will just appear. The miracles are there. I'm living proof of it. I, you know, been through four depressions. My whole 30s, it was terrible. It was awful. I had no friends, nothing. I just thought, I mean, for two years, I couldn't get up out of bed. I was, it was a, it's a chapter in the book. It's, it was nuts. And I, what got me out of it? That's the biggest question. Well, I went to a 10 day silent retreat and it's based on Buddhism. Um, And that's actually in the book too. It's called Vipassana. What's the irony? What does V mean? What does Vipassana mean? V means in. Vipassana means sight. So Vipassana means insight. Who would have thought? Ladies going blind. I didn't even know what it meant until the guru told me that during the 10 days of silence. Well, dang. holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Talking about insight to a lady who's going blind. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's. It, uh... it was destined. It was definitely destined. And I take those teachings along with me and I teach other people in my own way. Um, of accepting what is, you know, we all, 
it's so easy to walk through life on a sunny day, like California. Well, we won't talk about California. Let's talk about Hawaii. Okay. Let's, I don't want to go to California right now, but like Hawaii is nice and sunny, right? If the day is always pretty much, pretty much average, even sunny days, you don't know what it is to shovel snow every day, right? You, you wouldn't right. know. You wouldn't know, but talk to the people in Alaska. Right? So it's just a matter of perspective. Like with me, I've had, I actually had a lady, she meant well, but she said to me, where are the good parts of your book? Um, The good parts of the book are the insight. You know, it's the gifts of the insight. I I didn't have a sunny life per se. It hasn't been sunny, but I made it sunny for me. I made my life shine because of my own perspective. Nobody did it for me. I did it for me. And that's what I teach people. You could do it too. If I am a living proof example of resilience, I have I have no response to that. That is just a total truth bomb right there. It's it's up to nobody else to create your reality yep. than you. Exactly. You're the only you're, you're the only one who can create your reality. You've got the you, you know, it, it, it's like I like to say you're writing the story of your life, but are you going to let somebody else hold your pen? No, you're going to hold your own pen and write your own story. Absolutely. And everybody has a story, right? It's just a matter of what lens you want each person to see and read. I I was so mindful till the last minute of my book. Seriously, am I being my authentic self? And that's what I teach people. To be your authentic self, despite any adversity. And so, you know, I, I needed to be that, show that, shine that, and being your authentic self, as I, I touched based upon it, I, I touched upon it maybe five, 10 minutes ago, is are the shiny, the, the not so shiny and the mediocre days, right? It's everything. Authenticity right. doesn't exist because, hey, it's a great, beautiful, we had a great day, right? At work or whatever with your family. Authenticity is showing up and being your authentic self unconditionally at all times, 24-7. It is a job in its of itself. But it's, I don't, well, maybe that was the wrong word. Maybe it's not a job, but it, 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 it's, it's, it's work. But it's all how you see it. You know, you deserve love. And you are love. You came from love. Why not shine it anyway? Despite what's on the outside, in my case, I'm going blind. Who cares what's on the outside? It doesn't really matter. People are going to say what they want to say, even if you're physically well. I'm sure you've encountered that too. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I wanted to bring up this one um, thing. Wayne Dyer said it's actually in my book. Um, I mentioned I, I mentioned a couple of people who I love quoting people um, um, that are relative to my story. And so basically he was at an I don't know if you heard of this, Ryan, but um, he was at a speaking engagement. 
this is a Wayne Dyer is a spiritual teacher and author. He wrote a zillion books um, and he passed, but he's a beautiful, beautiful soul. And so he had a speaking engagement and he said, you know, what do you get when you squeeze an orange? And the audience started laughing. And then there was a little girl in the front row and said, she goes, little girl, what, what do you get when you squeeze an orange? She started laughing a little bit and she goes, no, please answer the question. And she said, that's silly, you get orange juice. He's like, right, that's right. You don't get cranberry, you don't get blueberry, you get orange juice. What do you get when you squeeze Ryan? You don't get umla juice, you get Ryan juice. Yep. So whatever is being spewed out at you, that's their juice, it's not yours. And that's what keeps me moving. To be quite honest, when I have those deep, depressing days of, of people just rolling their eyes because I bumped, in, uh, bumped into them at a, at a grocery store because I look normal. I don't look blind. Oh, you don't act blind. All of that. And I've, I, I, I obviously don't mean it and I smack into them. But then that's my reminder. That's, what I, that's why I brought it up. It's my reminder saying that's them. This does not define you umla you know you know and you do i always tell myself i do see just not like everybody else you do see but maybe not only with your eyes exactly uh, yeah exactly really powerful um just you know just so our listeners can understand and also maybe can you know can i can understand um describe a little bit about what this gyrate atrophy is all about because as i said at the start of the podcast um you're one of you know only 200 people worldwide who have been diagnosed with this yeah um with this condition um talk a little a little bit about just what it's all about Okay, so gyrate atrophy, in a nutshell, it is a condition that causes blindness. I'll start there. We all know that probably by now. But the point is, is that you, I'm going to kind of go into the little mechanics of the eye to help you explain. You have an okay. eye, right? A fully functional eye needs the retina. So what is the retina? It's in the back of the eye and it's orange and it's like a coral, beautiful coral color. That's a perfectly healthy retina. So my metaphor is just like a camera. The, the camera's in the 80s. Without the film, AKA the retina, there is no picture. So without the retina working properly, you don't get any kind of, any kind of projection or reflection or any kind of image that you could see. My retina is deteriorating. I'm a pretty um, straight shooter. So I'm gonna just say it, it kind of, my eye kind of looks like uh, lung cancer. It's charred. Um, it's I, like I, I just explained that the re regular retina is like orange and pink and it's beautiful in color. And mine is charred at the edges because I'm losing my side vision, which is part of the gyrate atrophy. You slowly lose your side vision, which AKA meaning like a compass, north, east, southwest, all angles. It's like a circle. So it's closing in into tunnel vision. So that's why it kind of looks all charred up is because 
slowly over time, my, the edges of my retina have been scarred basically. And so the middle of the retina is the last to, in air quotes, go and last to lose its potency and, and, and able to function. So that's what gyrate atrophy is. I am losing my sight first peripheral wise. And now, because I mean, I'm in it, I'm 46 now. So I started seeing through fog, as I mentioned earlier, blindness has kicked in. It's kicked in. And there, there, there was my problem in the sense of needing to mourn it and, and, to, and to really embrace that this is happening. Um, and it took time. It's not easy. It's not easy to mourn. I'm like, you know, I, people tell me all the time, like, oh, well, you've done this before. It's just like I've had somebody say, well, you've been through ignorance before. You should be used to it. You're never used to ignorance. You're never used to a certain thing in your life that happens to pop up, something that's negative. We all have patterns, right, in our lives. And why does this keep on showing up? Why does negativity keep on showing up? Why are my boundaries being busted? Why do boundaries get tested? You've been through this before. But you know what? Maybe you're not seeing something that you need to touch upon, your soul needs to touch upon and to to really heal, right? So, yep. yeah, I mean, like we all have something in our life that we need to heal and it shows up in mysterious ways. But when it shows up, my whole point is to face it. Don't run around it. Don't run over it. Don't run under it. And also, you know, there is help out there. You know, I didn't, I turned to God or spirituality, universe, whatever you want to call it. But I also turned to counseling when I didn't think I was being heard. At least it was a physical person that I could talk to and it was objective. There are people out there to help you through any struggle. And that's one of my messages as well. Yeah, and that and and that it, you know that that has really been in the news, just especially with the especially with the pandemic going on, yes. is that so many people feel like they're just just alone on an island. Yes, I mean you know even I have felt this many many times in my life to say nothing of the past six months, but you know we feel like we're just alone on an island when we've got you know, so many people in this world who would, you know, walk through fire to be able to support you, to be able to help you get through whatever is, um, you know, whatever is burning you. And, the, you know, even, you know, even with a condition as rare as yours, you're finding that there, you know, that there are people who are on your side, who are looking to you know, who, who are supporting you, who are cheering you on and who are sharing your story. And that should absolutely be commended. Yes. And I think with that, I, I want to point out to all everybody out there is that nobody's going to come knocking on your door either. When you feel alone, trust me, I've been alone. I felt isolated, all that stuff, right? Time and time again, but nobody's going to come knocking on your door. You got to ask. You got to go deep within and, 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 and 
Forget the ego. The ego's like, oh, I got this. No, 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 no. If you don't got it, look in the mirror and be honest with yourself and say, you know what? I need some help. It's, you you got to go deep to ask. People refuse to ask all that stuff. I know we all have, we, we wouldn't be human beings if we didn't have ego, right? I mean, we would right. all be enlightened. So the point is, is that it's like, when is enough enough? So when that's where, you know, the patterns come in of like, this is approaching your doorstep to say, Hey, are you there? Are you going to ask for help? Because there's, there's sometimes there's sometimes there's really nowhere else to go, right? You need somebody to help ask for it. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's there's nothing wrong with that. It's almost like that that rock bottom moment that everybody has to find in yes. order in order for them to just wake up and be like, hey, I need help. I don't know what that looks like, but I need help. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? Even as a blind lady, trust me, I went through those years. I'm like, with friendships, I'm like, how come they don't even understand I don't I, I need the help and they're not helping me. They just think I'm normal. Yeah. Um I didn't ask. It's my responsibility too. Mm -hmm. I need to ask too. Like I can't assume that people, I mean, my friends know that I'm, I'm, I'm not, I have no night vision, none. I'm blind in the dark. So it's like when I'm feeling around, I'm like, why don't they know anything? Well, you know what? People don't know. They're in their own little world. Welcome to life. Gotta ask. You gotta ask. Yep. And this didn't yep. happen overnight. People are like, oh, well, I, it's so funny because somebody was talking about my book and they're like, I could see like a punky, sassy, you know, type of lady in there. And it's, it's, it is true because it's like, this did not happen overnight. It's like, I was really nice up until age 30 and like let everybody just do people pleasing and no boundaries and no nothing. And then I was getting taken didn't take an advantage of as a blind lady because I wasn't asking and I wasn't stating and expressing declaring what I wanted right and and that 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 takes work and so I went deep down inside and said no I can't do this anymore I got to live for me and I, I don't want to be treated this way anymore right and it's I'm this is just an example but it's true is that we create and, and produce our own life, our create our own reality. It's up to you what you want to do with it. Don't play victim. I, I could play victim all the time. I could be that bitter blind lady after all that's what God, I've been through. But you know what? I choose not to because guess what? Love prevailed over fear, over bitterness. Or ugliness, whatever you want to call it. Love always prevails. It, it outshines everything and anything. It will obliterate through all the fear in this universe. It will. I know it. Because I choose love every time. But here's my other point. It's not like I, oh, magically, oh, I'm going to be shiny today. No, 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 no. I got to feel and heal through those emotions. You got to feel those emotions. You got to digest it. And only then can you surrender and let go. 
Surrendering is not skipping, uh, uh, feeling the emotions. Now, I'm not saying to drown in your emotions. I'm saying you to feel them like rain. You feel the rain. You're not, you know, engulfed in the rain, like, in, in, you know, consumed by the rain. You feel it. Right. It's the same thing. You feel your emotions. Don't drown in your emotions. Digest them. Don't analyze them until the, you're, you're, you're blue in the face. You'll know. It's just kind of like eating. You consume food, it digests, and then you let it go. There you go. You're not thinking about what you ate yesterday. It's right. exactly the same, same point. And I, 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 I um, mentioned that in the book. These are things that I've learned on my own because really nobody else can teach you more than yourself sometimes. Sometimes you just know, you just don't think you know. Very well said, very well said. It, it's, um, uh, I'm just flashing on a lyric from one of my favorite Earth, Wind and Fire songs. In your heart lies all the answers to the truth you can't run from. Yeah. From their, from their song, Mighty Mighty, uh, you know, that it just really lands for me. Um, I know you've spoken a lot about your book, but what, you know, if somebody were to go on Amazon and buy your book, oh, what would sure. they find? Um, so I have a website. It's called Amla Speaks, A-M-L-A Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S.com. You can go on there and the link is right there. There's a tab that says purchase my book. It's as easy as that. Um, and you could just, you can go, the link is there. There's, it's an ebook. It's an audio, um, it's not an audio book, sorry. Um, if there is a physical book, you can get signed copies from me directly. I have books at my house. Um, whatever you'd like, I could sign it for you. And I'd be happy to ship it anywhere. Uh, and the price that's all on there, it's $20.15 with Connecticut sales tax, everything. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 12 stories. It's based on um, universal themes like facing loss or the art of acceptance or finding forgiveness. So there are 12 stories based on themes. And then at the end of each chapter or story, if you would, um, there are three exercises that I offer based on that theme that I have done myself to get through. So it's, it's kind of nice that, you know, like you don't want to read the story first, you don't have to. Go to the exercises if you want it. Learn about, okay, how do I maintain healthy boundaries? How do I speak my truth? What are exercises that I could do to forgive? You know, and there are three per story. It's that simple. I made it simple on purpose so that you're not like, oh my God, it's just like high school again. We have all this homework or whatever it is. Now, you know, it, it, it should be simple exercises. You want people to gravitate towards them and the simpler, the better. So that's, that's my, my baby. It's, it is my baby. It's, it really is something I really am, am proud of because again, as I said at the beginning of this interview, I, I persevered and I, and I, not, I didn't just survive. I, I thrived and I'm on the other side. Um, and, and that's what I encourage people, any walk, any age of, of life to, to they could do it too. You can do this. You will get through this pandemic. You will get through this uncertainty. You will get through this fear. 
because as the saying goes, nothing is permanent. We aren't permanent as human beings. It's as simple as that. No, absolutely. You know, as, you know, it's like that. Like I like to say, we human beings. What we are is a soul with a skin suit. Yes. Our soul lasts forever, but the skin suit doesn't. Exactly. Beautiful, Ryan. I love that. That's beautiful. I am a. I am a writer, after all. I know you, you are. <laughs> I know you yeah. are. And by the way, great title. I with a view. I love that title. Um, and if people were to come and see you speak, um, you know what 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 could they expect if they were to come and see you uh, see you deliver a talk? Oh, um, you know, it, it, you know, it's kind of like the uh, you know, um, it's kind of like air again. What you see is it's everywhere and it's accessible. So I am I'm, I'm my authentic self. My tagline is I am authentic. I am brave and I am strong. With that, I am enough. And you know why I wrote that is because not only for that I could say it, anybody could say that. It's about believing and trusting in the process. This is all a process of who we are. And I shine that. What can you expect in, in, in a speaking engagement? Pretty much if it's an hour, 20 minutes of my sharing my story, then I usually provide a topic so that people, you know, it's it's all within the um the description before people even buy a ticket to come and see me. Um, you know, so like it could be it's speaking your truth or the art of attachment or detachment, you know, they're finding forgiveness, unconditional love, self-care, self-love, um, you know, being your authentic self. There's so many topics. So 20 minutes of sharing my story, then 20 minutes of basically engaging with the audience of how they can incorporate that topic within their own life. And then, you know, at the end, I kind of do like a little exercise, you know, what I've, I've taught in the book, but I was doing that before I even wrote the book. You know, I sing a little bit. So I do a lot of chanting as well. That's actually in my second book that's coming out October 1st of this year. Um, so yeah, it's it's really exciting that I'm I, you know I'm on my way of just an extended version of me and and what you see what you hear in this last in this interview all in and of itself there's no difference I'm like this with my family I'm like this with anyone because love doesn't choose where to shine it shines on everybody it doesn't pick and choose love is love Amen to that Amen yeah. to that Yeah. Amla, we are just about out of time, but I do want to ask you one final question. Um, we we kind of touched on it earlier in the program, but what would you say to somebody who, during the through this pandemic, has faced you know faced hardship, faced a circumstance beyond their control? What would you say to them? Just you know, in a in 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 a few sort in a few lines, what would you say to them to maybe support them in kind of getting through that shock and to yes. help them to be able to grow through that Absolutely. Uh, particular circumstance. There's two, there's two lines that really pop up, show up for me is, and I, I've touched based on it before. You're not alone. I think that's so important to say that during a pandemic that you're not alone. And not only that you are loved, you are supported. 
you are a beam of light. And I'm, these sound like, maybe sound like airy fairy words, but it's just a matter of you tapping into you and asking for help, like I said before. And the other thing is to never give up. Never give up. You are a shiny beam of light who came from universe and God, source, creator, divinity, whatever you want to call it. And you were meant to work through this. You will get through this. It's just a matter of taking time and the steps. And if it's even little itty bitty steps, it's still a step. And being in the present moment is key. You can't worry about tomorrow. You got to get through today. That's huge during an uncertainty, uncertain times and, and a pandemic and including my vision loss. You have today. What do you got on the agenda plan for today? You're not thinking about what you're eating for dinner tomorrow. Pretty probably not. Right? You're thinking about right. today and breathing for now. Breathing your your now. It's a gift. Embrace it. Shine it. Be it. Because you are, you are everything. It's just a matter of, again, feeling and embracing who you are, which you love. I always go back to that. Why not? Yeah. Um, uh, this, is, this has been a, just a truly inspirational um, conversation. Thank you so much for joining us here today. How can people find you online? Oh, sure. Um, so it's umlaspeaks.com, as I said before. I'm also on Facebook. I'd love for you to like my page. It's Umla Inspires, A-M-L-A-I-N-S-P-I-R-E-S. -S. So that's Facebook. That's my public page. Give me a shout out. All right, Amla, this has been a real treat. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for, show, for, for just showing me and for showing my listeners just what it means to take a look, so to speak, yeah. at your circumstances and say, is that the best you got? Yes, I love that. <laughs> thank you, yes. Ryan. Thank you. My pleasure. And that'll just about do it for this episode here of the Solar Powered Podcast, a presentation of Royal Hearts Coaching. For more information, you can find me on at royalheartscoaching.com. Um, you can connect with me on social media at Ryan Hall Writes on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can just shoot me a good old-fashioned email at ryan at royalheartscoaching.com. But until we meet again, this is Ryan Hall saying thank you so much for listening. I love you all. And go get solar-powered right after you wash your hands and put on a mask. Mm -hmm.